Hey guys, still on day two Inca Trail track. His Bobby. This is a struggle. Um, as I've said before, I uh, only had about a month runway on this deal to get really practiced at stairs. <laughs> There's a lot of steps. Oh my gosh. I'm about four and a half hours in on this day. It's mid-September. The weather's actually been gorgeous. There's a real breeze right now that you probably can hear. Um, it's a pretty, pretty amazing journey that I'm able to to be on here. I wished I had a walked more. I wished I had a train more. Has anyone ever said that to themselves? Yeah, you probably probably have. Um, but you know what? A lot of times in life, you find yourself in a spot that you're like, you know what? Here I am. I uh, I need to figure this out. Um, you've got to figure out: Do I? Do I turn back? Do I keep going? Do I stop and pause? Um, that can be a uh, that can be a really tough decision. You know, I think some people say you gotta know when to stick and know when to quit. Um, I think part of my journey here has been trying to figure out how to actually enjoy that journey component. I struggle with that. Now I hear I hear lots of cheering in the background. That's always a uh, really good sign because uh, Usually that means that I'm close to the rest spot. I had to pause for a moment here just to kind of catch my breath. If you're doing the Inca Trail or a hike with some elevation gain, um, I'd encourage you to get a heart rate monitor. That's actually been super helpful for me. I'm a person that kind of struggles a little bit with uh, knowing when I should uh, really kind of take a moment to, to have a pause. And so that can really kind of help you, helps you with training, but also helps you with something like this. I had to uh, pause to put on a, a windscreen because it's windy as all get out. This is not beautiful audio. Um, you know, we have a YouTube between two teeth and uh, getting remotely less bad at video and audio took a long time, but we're also gritty. Uh, we're busy. We don't like to do a whole lot of post-production stuff and 
what I've been told is a lot of people <laughs> kind of like that it's different that way. But I wanted to take you along on this adventure. You know, one of my hopes is that perhaps what we're doing with our own Inca Trail adventure kind of pushes you to do your own. You know, I'm on, actually it's about f almost five hours now of walking straight uphill, couple breaks, no official lunch, a little bit of a nibble. It's getting cold now, but I'm looking around and I see these high mountain peaks. I see this peak they call the Dead Woman's Pass. That I think is kind of one of the stopping points, my next stopping point, one of the higher elevations that we do. But I'm looking around and I see down into this valley and I see the mountains. It's just absolutely gorgeous. You look close enough, you see some llamas, horses, some cattle. I took time to smell some flowers. Saw some hummingbirds. That was all pretty fantastic. Um, if you're in a race, you miss a lot of stuff. There's times to be in a race. The younger folk in this group, aka Steffi Steph and some of the Aussies, they uh, they kind of race the first section and uh, kind of wore them out. One of them was kind of mentioning <laughs> they had sat and they were sitting and having a break just like I was. And the rest of the people that were at a slower pace. One of the things I learned in surgery training programs was you really are well served figuring out when you can go fast and when you need to go slow. There's a uh, there's a benefit to efficiency. I really struggle with efficiency as far as making it too much of a priority sometimes. If Steffi Steph was here, she'd say, I get into producer Bob mode, or right, I want the right camera shot, the right audio, right discussion. Producers produce, make things happen. Um, but there's some downsides to that. It doesn't allow you to be creative. It doesn't allow you to go with the flow. Amazing things happen when you slow down. Part of this journey for me as I've mentioned before, is figuring out my why. Why Why do I do what I do? Um, I had the benefit of sort of looking a little bit of that when I did my MBA program. Had more of an in-depth sort of look at dissecting my own why when I did a uh, senior executive fellowship at Harvard Kennedy School a couple of years ago. And Figure out why you do what you do. Have that be your your guiding light. You know, what do you want to do? I'd really push you to sit down with a pen and paper and just write down why. 
or what is my why? Just write some stuff down. What's important to you? What do you want to do? It doesn't have to be a forever thing. You know, I had one that was to my previous one for two years, then to push myself and others to fully live, laugh, and love. And uh, it fit me, but I'm ready for something different. I want to try something different. Um, I want to improve my life. I want to improve the lives of those around me. And there's many, many ways to do that. Um, part of what we try to do with Between Two Teeth is just to show something. Some would say, and we've heard a lot, you know, we're kind of showing something off to the extreme. Uh, I've had people quite, uh, well, anonymously telling me I certainly share too much. Um, but if you want to help others and change others, and you don't have to listen to it, um, but I think you're helped in your whys if you share a message. It's really hard for me just to be thinking things and not telling anyone. And so I think certainly the YouTube environment, the podcast environment, some of the things we're doing through various things with wellness initiatives, we're just putting something out there. I had a buddy, Sloan, that uh, would ride dirt bikes. Go on these crazy adventures. Like crazy, like Everest Base Camp and beyond. And we'd just be up in the mountains and just kind of seek shelter under a tree. Wild stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I was at a point in my life, I was really unhappy. I was pretty burned out. I felt as though I was not, certainly not living my best life. Life was crushing me. Um, and I wanted to be a little bit like him. And I said to myself, <laughs> I can't be Sloan for a variety of reasons. One, because I'm Bobby. The other thing is, I was too scared. I was kind of scared to, to go for it. And... Uh, But I said to myself, Bobby, you can do something. You can get out there and do a little bit. And I realized when you get out there and do some interesting things, you're going to learn a whole lot of stuff. Some of it's going to be a struggle train. I've had motorcycle adventures that really, really pushed me out of my comfort zone um, you know temperature wise and just getting lost and kind of having campsites not work out and it's dark or getting dark and you see snakes and you've got like a shelter tent that has no clothes zipper on it you're like man that's something I don't like snakes. Uh, but you get through it. And, you know, you don't want to be dumb. You know, I don't want to die. But I want to live my life. And that is going to mean I'm going to struggle. 
that is going to mean I'm going to fail a lot. I tell my boys, if you are not failing, you are most likely not trying hard enough. You got to be okay with failure. And frankly, you're frankly you're well served by failing early in life. Kind of tough if your first failure is like in your 20s or 30s. That's kind of tough. Um, but don't let that destroy you. Sometimes you got to take a pause. Sometimes you've got to ask others to help you through that challenge. And I've been there. I think that's one of the benefits of having a group. You know, here on this Inca Trail Trek, we are here with a group. There was 11 of us. One had some pretty bad GI problems um, and ended up not starting the Inca Trail, which I can see that would be brutal to be sick and get dehydrated. We ended up, even though the water that they give us is boiled, we take an extra measure and use a water filter. Um, so far, so good. Um, but there's times where it's going to be rough. And having people around you to help you. One of our other folks on this trip is really kind of struggling, probably with a little bit of altitude sickness, maybe some other sickness. And uh, one of the younger chaps is carrying some of her stuff up the mountain. And uh, just people helping people is an amazing thing. We're sharing snacks and sharing medicines and sharing all kinds of stuff. You know, right now I'm alone because I'm going my own pace, which is slow. And for me, that works. Um, going up is brutal. Having uh, hiking poles helps an awful lot. Steffi Steph has them. She hasn't really used them. Once we get past this uh, steep elevation on the backside, I think it's down for a couple hours, which hiking poles can be a big advantage for that. Hiking poles, you can't, if you're in America, you can't do them carry-on. Um, even here in Peru, it's a bit of an issue, so you're going to have to kind of check that luggage if you're on an airplane. But they're really great. A lot of companies rent the poles, rent the sleeping bags, so you can rent all kinds of stuff. Um, oh, and it's good not to have a whole lot of stuff. We all ended up kind of leaving stuff at the first hotel that you planned on not taking on the Inca Trail Trek. Then we had the option of the second hotel leaving some stuff. And uh, today I lighten my pack. This is the tough day where it's about a seven hour trek. First five are all uphill, a couple thousand meters of elevation gain. But it's just, 
stone after stone after stone. Once again, I am not in the shape that I'd like to be. It would probably be a lot more enjoyable if I had done a couple more months of training. I think that's one of the benefits and blessings of uh, putting something on the calendar six months out, especially if you're not overly active. It gives you a chance to say, here's the date. Now let's get a training plan. Let's get moving. Let's get doing something every day and just see slow, slow progress. Oh boy. I guess in closing, make life an adventure. Make it your adventure. We're all on our own hikes. We're all on our own trail. It's individual for every one of us. None of us are on the, the same journey. Although there's certainly some commonalities. You know, you will fail. You will struggle. You will get out of breath. If you go slow, if you get good advice, have people around you to help you, some pretty cool things happen. So on that note, I'm getting ready to do the last descent. I can hear some hooting and hollering. So I'm hoping that means that that's going to be time to take a little bit of a rest. So thanks for checking things out. If you like what we're talking about, please hit the subscribe. Bye.